Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Kimboology, episode cuatro, episode four. And it's your girl Kimbo, aka the Blazing Sensation, aka Traveling Chafing Queen, aka the girl that annoys you on IG, aka Kimbolina, aka daughter of Pojanat, aka Slayer of Poles, aka mother of Georgie, aka She Bangs. <laughs> I'm done with the chafing queen. <laughs> if you don't get some fucking this is your time to go in back. between your fucking thighs <laughs> to help with the chafe. So this is me. I'm Becky, aka Bectacular, aka Travel Back, aka Wax Selena, aka Fiji Water Princess. <laughs> AKA curl community ambassador slash president. Uh, uh. <laughs> AKA mother of Charlie. Rest yes. In peace. <laughs> now that voice you just heard was my very, very good friend. One of my besties, spectacular travel back. So yeah, I wrote those um, AKAs down for her so she could read them. And I came up with mine. <laughs> Yo, I'm fully embracing traveling chafing queen. I don't care what you say. Because <laughs> that is a thing. My thighs be causing friction. I can cause a fire. You don't have to live like this, Kim. There's solutions. <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> you're like, this can be solved. I promise you. Right. I promise you, you're not a poor little farm girl in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I hate you. <laughs> we can't even be professional. I swear to God. No. Uh, this is Becky. She's my good friend. She's going to be joining us in this today's episode. Hi. I'm so excited. She's great, guys. I feel like every the world's going to love her. Um, so yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. Sorry, me and Becky tr like troll each other all the time. So if we just kind of go off on a tangent, just work with us, guys. Um, right. So yeah, we're going to dive right on in into the first segment, which is sexy sustainability. Um, I'm just going to talk a little bit about a, just kind of the stuff that I've been doing during COVID. So like, I literally started a project um, during COVID. I've been collecting like old alcohol bottles, the type of work I do. I collect all sorts of like, you know, empty like Jack Daniels bottles, tequila bottles, all sorts of shit. And I was, it started because I was obsessed with that Classe Azul bottle. Have you ever seen that one, Beck? It's like this beautiful clay, like wh white. And yeah, blue. The, the blue one. The blue one, yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. And I've been obsessed with it. And I'm like, I'm going to make a fucking lamp out of that bottle. So then like it started with that bottle because I got one just from working. And then so I just kept saying like, I'm going to make a lamp out of this. I'm going to make a lamp out of this. So I started to collect a bunch of bottles and this, um, yeah, so this, this quarantine, I started making lamps out of alcohol bottles. So yeah, that's just like my way <laughs> of reducing the carbon footprint. Becky, I seriously owe you one. I haven't given you yours yet. I've given like, I've been giving them out as gifts. Wait, um, I'm, I'm selling them one? as well. What's up? Oh my God. I didn't know I was going to get one. Yeah, Beck. I just, so I literally, excited. the last time we hung out, I was going to give you one. And I totally like left it at home. Did I give you any bottles? I don't even remember. Girl, I don't know. Like I have blur. so many fucking bottles now. It's like not even funny. Now I want like cool, unique bottles or like expensive yeah. bottles. Like my sister just gave me this badass, like, um, fuck, what is it called? 
What's it called, producer? The Cristal. It's like that fancy oh, champagne. Yeah, yeah it's like $1,500 for that bottle of yeah. Cristal. It's, it's huge. It's because at work, she just like some big baller came in and she's like, I'm going to give the bottle to Kim. So that's going to be a dope ass lamp. Um, I give them out as gifts and to my loved ones that I love very dearly. And then I'm also selling them on my website. Uh, the no, show they're dope. Show. What's up? I think they're super cool. Like, I'm not really like a big DIY home. Pro- I mean, you know me, but they're <laughs> actually, <laughs> they're super fucking cute. Honestly, I would want you to make one with one of the bottles of mezcal that I have from where my dad's from in Mexico. I think that'd be fucking sick. I'm down because I, I would love yeah. unique bottles. Like I love like unique or hard to attain or expensive bottles. Um, the it's going to take a minute because I don't drink like that because the mezcal is so rare. Like Orlando's, right. uh, Orlando's my cousin, his family has a house out there. So they brought me some, but they literally only brought me two bottles because right. it's just hard to it's bring It's so over. rare. Yeah. Well, those are going to be sickening lamps. So just, you know, save yeah. the bottles. Yeah. For sure. And, and I'm going to give you one. So the next time we hang out, which will be our movie night, probably, um, I'll, you'll just get it then. Okay. You'll just pick out one then. Yeah. So, and okay. I'm selling them on my website, y'all. Um, I've been posting them on my IG and things like that. It's just fun, guys. It's like some, you know, people, I've seen other people like Senya was saying she was doing mm-hmm. it too and cutting off and making cups or something. Our friend Senya. Oh, um, yeah. And so... Uh, just fine like any way you want to reuse stuff like I'm all about that repurposing life um but mine are really cute I'm a crafty bitch you know me so um that's that's this week's sexy sustainability so just talking about just kind of like some craft projects and ways you can just you know reduce your carbon footprint by reusing things so that's that's it cute cute and simple definitely um but honestly though you know what I did live that you made for me and it's I'm literally thinking it's stored away but that one, the throw pillows. The pillows, yeah. Yeah, and one of them is with the same fabric that's behind you. Yeah, and and then the other one is from, like, the Walking Dead banner. Yeah, the comic books, yeah. Dude, I love those pillows. I'm like, I miss them. Sickening, yeah, I had, like a, I had like a side little hustle that is, well, this brand, Rad, Repurpose Abstract Designs, is like my little offshoot of, like, making... Um, just like every household, you know, items, gifts, you know, whatever. So I made um, these really beautiful throw pillows because <clears throat> of the job I used to have, they used to throw away all this really dope graphic art print. So I would get all this fabric that they would just throw away. And so I was repurposing them and making them into items. I would make shower curtains and I would make pillows and I used to gift them too. Um, yeah, they were sick and good quality, you know, like I still have a bunch of them too. Like they're really cute. They're really cute. And then I used to like started like printing my like graphics on them and shit. But yeah, um, you bitch can't sit Ew. still. So, you know, right. We know you got 30 jobs, 40 jobs, bitch. Now, I'm just kidding. now it's like none because whatever. <laughs> The girl's struggling, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see. But no, I mean, yeah, super cute. Um, something that I just do on the side. So that's just kind of what I want to talk about. But I want to dive right on in to the recycling of the news. Uh, I've been dying to talk about the whole Megan the Stallion shit, like with you. Like, are you up to date with that or no? The content around it bothers me because the internet keeps coming after her like how come because dude she had WAP come out right after this happened and she had all these other projects I think she announced like 
she was a brand ambassador for either Revlon or L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. And there were people commenting on her Instagram because I follow her on Instagram. I love her. Yeah. Like being like, how come you're not like laid up in bed resting? And she kind of came out and was like, fuck you guys. Like I, yeah. I got shot in the foot and she showed, she had to show pictures, you know, of like what happened. She's like, but I'm also like, I have to work. Like I don't have, I mean, both her parents are not here anymore. Yeah. She, she really tragically lost her mom. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. She needs to work, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I she's would, young, Beck. She's 25. Yeah. Yeah. She's no, a she baby. Is. Yeah. And, you know, when you're hot, you're hot. And you kind of have to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. And why? And, and, you know, to be honest, when everything was happening, I was like, damn, like, she's too young for this. Like, she's just, she's just blowing up. Like, this dude's just trying to bring her down. So it for me, like, seeing her out and about thriving and, like, releasing her new song and really talking about you know her makeup contract like I was like yes you know good for her yeah like why are people going after Tory Lanez and being like what the fuck is wrong well that's the whole toxic well that's that's the proof right there that black women are not protected you know what I mean like bitch if that was fucking like Alyssa Milano or some shit and someone one of her co-stars from some white counterparts fucking like shot her that would be on CNN Oh, I mean, sure. come the fuck on. No, would be on like, no fucks about it. They will be everywhere. But since this was like a quote unquote ghetto black girl from Houston, you know, she's a rapper, you know, and it's like Tory Lanez is some fucking like piece of shit Canadian that just like sings whatever. I don't care about him. He can go fucking fuck off for all because he is not. Who is he? Like, who, who is, is he? Who is she? Who is she? <laughs> Seriously. Go, go back to like, why aren't you deported? Like, he has not even come out once like saying anything about the whole like, sorry for shooting you like what the fuck like don't like ridiculous and like the only reason did you see how she recently came out on like on ig live and was like talking about it no i didn't see it yeah like she recently came out and was like on, and she like went on ig live and was like address because she was really quiet about it and she claimed that she basically said that when she got pulled over like with when she got shot with tory lanes in the car she got pulled over. She was fearful of her life. Like she didn't want to say that there was a gun in the car because of she was course. afraid the cops would kill them. Isn't of that course. fucking sad? Yeah, no. So, she, I so instead it. of just saying, "Hey guys, this motherfucker just shot me in the foot," oh no, let me not say anything and like be quiet because no, was, they were you know, in the Hollywood Hills. Black people li- like living their lives. Like, are you kidding me? That could have gone really bad for them. Seriously, and I'm not surprised she didn't say anything, especially like he's obviously acting crazy you know there there's obviously she's obviously like an empathetic person and she was mm-hmm. even though he had just done that to her like she was girl him, you know you like, can't ask me to come correct at you after you shot me the fuck but i mean she was trying to protect everyone i'm saying she's strong for like yeah. being able to do that like right. i would be like what the fuck like yeah there's no way like officer <laughs> <laughs> right right officer this guy doesn't think he just shot me in the foot like what the fuck like she's so strong i could not like and i just hate how the internet just like fucking were were like just like attacking her about it like oh you know what i'm saying like it was just it it just blows my mind how many people were just like getting on her she's the fucking right. victim she got shot and this nigga right. is just running out here and like it was so crazy because um the, uh, I forgot one of the podcasts I was listening to addressed it, but this was like that he was allegedly he came out and was like somebody was talking about his like numbers, 
like on Spotify, like how his his streaming numbers have gone down since this whole mm-hmm. um, this whole fiasco. And he fucking came out and addressed it. He was like, actually, my numbers are fine. Like, get your numbers. Like, he came out and said something about the numbers of his songs, but didn't address the fact that he shot this bitch in her foot. Get leave the country, mm-hmm. deport his ass, please. Why is he still here? I'm sure too. There, it's an open investigation as well. And you swear? I don't, I don't know. There, I mean, there has to be more to the story. On um, you know, on right. both their not that I'm like victim blaming or anything, but like on both right. their sides, and there has to be an open investigation. Like he could have killed her. You know, yeah. that could have gone wrong in so many ways. You know, I don't like, care what you say to her. I don't care. There's no justification for shooting her. None. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? So it's like, you know, I don't care what he comes out. He is wrong 100%. He needs to be rectified for what he did. Like, and the fact that he's still out here running these streets. I think he's he's really short, too. I think he's that, like, short man complex. I think that's what it is, too. He's, like, really short. I'm Megan's, like, this sure. tall statue of he... goddess. Oh, I'm, she's beautiful. I like, love stunning. her. Yeah. yeah. Bitch, I, I need know... you to watch Legendary. Actually... She's, she's on Legendary. She's, oh, like, she one of their is? judges. Yes, bitch, I've been telling oh, you. Oh, wow. Oh. I'm obsessed with legendary guys. There is a podcast coming out. We are going to me and my we and her cousin, me and Becky's cousin, are going to dish all the tea of legendary in the ballroom culture. I can't wait! So excited. That yeah. is to come. But yeah, she's on the panel. So bitch, you gotta watch it. It's so. Oh good. my god! That's good. Get out. I, I also Houston girl too. You know what's I up? Love, I love that she's a Houston girl. Down. Beyonce's yeah. a Houston girl. Yeah. Down. No, for sure. Yeah. Like I fucks I with the Houston, Houston vibes. Yeah. yeah no, I fucks for sure. with it. Houston bitches are real as fuck. They Love are. Yes. They are. They got good food out there. That thick, it, like thick as fuck. I love it. Love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we talk about your fucking your fucking fan? Your number one fans of like, no, you're no. I'm sorry. You're you're a stan of these people, and it disgusts me. Let's talk about your <laughs> keeping up with the Kardashians. I knew it. Bitch, you're the your... second. Like my nephew Julian was messaging me this week. He's like, "Oh my god." The show's over. I'm like, and he's like, that's your show. I'm like, when- <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you came at me and you show. sent me on IG. You sent me. You're like, oh, it's oh, over. Shit, I was like, bitch, who, what? Why are you sending me this? Like, you're clearly a stand for this fucking trash ass show that's been on for what? God knows how long. <laughs> I can't. Becky is We're a secret stand of the Kardashians. <laughs> I don't care what she says. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Whatever. I did order some skims. So. I yeah yeah you did Sue you me. did. She is patronizing <laughs> these hoes, giving them money. Kim, I'm not gonna lie. Don't comfortable. You they're say anything. <laughs> Do not and give them any flowers. It's it's like you feel sexy, but you're comfy at the same time. <laughs> I'm sick to my stomach. Shut and the packaging is biodegradable. Bitch, it's biodegradable. <laughs> Well, the fact that we're even talking about these hoes. Well, the Kardashians have announced that they are officially done with their E! Hollywood sh- or E! Channel show that's been on for like umpteenth, like 14, 14 years, years, 20 yeah. seasons. They have officially ended, right? And Becky comes in my DM. She goes, oh my God, it's <laughs> over. And I'm just like, I was like, oh, no, I said, I it's the why. end of an era. It's an, it's yeah, the she's end, like, of it's an end of an era. And I was like, bitch, What? Why are you sending me this trash? And then she's like, yeah, it's over. And then I was like shocked because 
Mind you, I was like, I never thought, I swear to God, I thought we were going to watch uh, North Grow Up to be a, you know, Instagram thought, all that shit, because these hoes do not, do not want to stay out of the limelight. So I was shocked that they even decided to do that. But here's the tea. Did you know, did you know, uh, according to lovebscott.com, he just posted that it ain't over. The Kardashians rumored to be signing a streaming deal with Netflix Apple or Amazon, bitch. I Makes fucking sense. knew. I fucking knew that the Jenner, Chris Jenner, is not she's gonna. Not she's not gonna say goodbye to this cornage. No, hell no. She's not stupid. She's not stupid. She's like, I know where the None real, real money's stupid. at. What's up? Right. None of them are stupid. You no, know? I will just... give him that. They are very good business people in a sense. Yeah. But when they, when she they announced, oh, we're done with E. I was like, bitch, this ain't over. And then boom, lovebscott.com says. Oh, it's because Chris Gender was like, "Oh, fuck E, I'm gonna get more money with Netflix because that's the streaming is where it's well, at right now." Their target audience, dude. I don't have cable. None. I have Netflix, None. HBO Go, Hulu, and then I have my brother's Disney Plus account. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> okay, it's okay. For a while, I, like, weren't we? Oh, and like, I have all... Amazon Prime Video too. I have Amazon okay. Prime Video. Yeah, I have my like my, I have my brother's Prime. He he steals my he steals our HBO like Max. Um, I st- like I have, we have my brother's Showtime and like Hulu package. Like it's this is how we got to do, guys. This is too many fucking things. Right. Like I just right. can't. We can't. You got to share up. the wealth. We got to share the wealth. When you sure. get when you get what is that? <laughs> when you get when you when you get some, give back. Like right. What, or when you move on up in the world, you give back. So true, is- <laughs> true. You gotta share the wealth. I this mean, come on, sh- eighteen 18- generational wealth, right here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eighteen ten was like using my fucking Hulu. I think probably still is. Dude, I think I was using your Hulu for a little. Bit. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Okay. So our friend, our other friend, uh, Je- like Gels, our other friend, like her house, like came like our trap house. And we would always go there and like, that's like, I swear to God, like all of our passwords are there. Like we leave bottles of liquor, we leave panties, we leave like all our clothes. It's crazy that she's gone. Like talk about the end of an era. That was a fucking era, bitch. True. Yeah. Our friend has now moved in with her partner in life. She got a bun in the oven. Y'all getting old, you know. You know how to got is. an avocado in the womb. Yes, now it's a pop tart. She said pop tart. <laughs> so it's evolved yeah. to a pop tart now. So mm-hmm. I was with her yesterday. I felt the head. No. It was crazy. Yeah, dude. You can feel the baby already. Yeah. That's just really, fucking crazy. I felt the baby's head. You would feel her, you lesbian lover. <laughs> like, I swear to God, her and Jels are like, they these two are like obsessed with one another. <laughs> Like they're like literally my wife. She is your wife. She literally she has a she has a whole ass man, but you're her wife. (laughs) Whole ass man. But yeah, so that's kind of all I wanted to talk about with that. So just letting you guys know that Christian Kardashians are over. Right. And she's like, don't get it twisted. We ain't done here. I feel like it might be a different spin though, just because I feel like the E. The e like channel probably the way they kind of have the show set up it kind of flaunts their wealth yeah it flaunts like their belongings and stuff and I think probably well you would know bitch you're a stan you watch the show (laughs) religiously 
For the record, I watch the show when I'm hungover or when my brain is fried from work and I can't think about anything else. Wow. It's really good TV. Oh my God. The, uh, the ghetto. <laughs> but I think, anyways. But I think just like with the way things are going, the way the election might go, the way this fucking pandemic's going. Yeah. Their setup is like it won't be cute. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not, it's gonna be very tone deaf. And I Right. I think that they're smart enough to know better. I think that Chris is going to try to capitalize on Kim's going. Yes. And I think Chris is going to try to capitalize on, you know, Kim's whole trying to like go like her whole being a trying to get a be a lawyer or some shit and like focusing on trying to let like black, you know, black and brown people out of jail that, you know, that are not, you know, they're in jail from injustice. And um, she might be trying to like do something like that or like, you know, maybe dive into like, I don't know, like mental health with Kanye. Like, I don't know. Like she might be trying to do this whole new spin on their image. Like I'm telling you, Kris Jenner, if I could afford that bitch, I would hire her. Okay. Cause that bitch. You're ready to give away 10%? You're really, you were going to give away 10% of her? She will make me like millions. Like, of course, like she, she, if I could hire her, if I could afford Kris Jenner, as much as that evil as that family is, like, I can't stand them. It's just, you got to give credit where it's due. Like the bitches make, like the bitch made nothing out of, she made something out of nothing. Okay. Oh, for sure. Some hoes, who were they? Who was she? No one knew them. Nobody knew them. them. Kim was fucking Paris Hilton's assistant. Right. Right. Kylie was a whole ass gremlin. You know, um, <laughs> I mean, Bruce, can we just talk about how Bruce is now, you know, Brucealina, you know, like he is just, everything's changed. Rob fell off. He fell off the place, face of the earth. Cause he's now, you know, overweight and unhappy as fuck. Like he just, I heard he lost weight. Did like, he? I heard he? Yeah. I heard he he's lost staying out the limelight, which this is the smartest thing he could ever do, but right. you know what right. I'm saying? I mean, there, he'll be fine. Like he, he don't need no money. Like he's got, his family has money, but. Yeah, he was fine too. Rob was fine. I like. Yeah, I was, was like, cute. he would get it. But I mean, the devil is running his family, so <laughs> I can't blame him. But yeah, so yeah, that's just the yeah. end of recycling those news. I don't want to get too much into them hoes, but just want right. to dive right in because Bex is stand. So a cute. <laughs> so <laughs> Becky, I want to just you know dive a little about you know how we met. We're friends, right? Like we've been friends yeah. now. Um, like so Rebecca years. is her name. She's not Becky with the good hair. Okay, guys, no. she did yeah. not fuck Jay. Don't come after though. me, right. please. You know, even I've though... suffered enough harassment <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> she has been through these streets, but she is not <laughs> the one that you need to hate. Okay, guys. Right. Um, but she is one of my very best friends. We've been friends for like I don't know how long now. Like shit. Dude, like, like ten years. Yeah, like ten. But dude, low key, I was thinking about it. I don't remember how we met. Me and you. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> It had to be like one of our like girl get get together like you know like because you know I was by that time I was good I was close with Gels and Sen and Elaine and Vanessa, and you were right. close with Be- uh, Gels and so like I think right. one of the we functions that we had, what was that? We me and Gels worked together and that's, that's how right. I met you guys. Right. Yeah, but like I'm sure it was like a girls gathering and then like that's like you just kind of started hanging out all of us together and then yeah and then you know we went on we, we went on our um, we went on our. Um, we went on our own personal our getaway honeymoon and just, you know, that that kind of like started our love 
and Gels was so jealous, you know, but back, that's where Travel Beck was born. We took a trip to New Orleans. Remember when we were in Hollygrove? And I was like, Kim, we're in Hollygrove. You're like, what the fuck? I'm like, Cash Money Records, bitch. What the fuck? Like, what? This fake hood ass bitch. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, girl, relax. She was like, I tell you, I went to New Orleans, our first trip together. And like, this bitch had a whole itinerary. And this was really before I started really traveling like that. So I was just kind of like, all right. You know, Beck's like, okay, we have to go here. We have to eat here. We must go here. And I was just kind of like, all right. Because every place you took us to was bomb. So I wasn't Fuego. 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 Becky knows, she knows where the, like, literally all the places in Puerto Vallarta that you told me to go, fire, fire. Like, fuck mm. me up, sis. I'll trust you. I trust your pal. I still think about those shrimp and grits at Atchafalaya. You remember, remember the name? Dude, I did, I did not remember the name of that place. Oh, Atchafalaya? Atchafalaya. It's A-T-C-H-A-F-A-L-A-Y-A. I wonder if it's still open because of everything that's been, you know, it's been quite a while. Yeah. It's been like years. So them shrimp and grits were like, fire. Dude, they were like, luxurious that <laughs> was like velvety yes yes Smooth, like mm-hmm. oh my god sickening okay. what was that other place we went to that had like the like the fucking old school like like if it, it felt like we were in my auntie's house dookie and, chases like, TV, what is it? Yeah, dookie chases dookie chases yeah remember we didn't have a reservation and i was like no. bitch we're fucking getting in. I don't give a fuck. And we got right. there like an hour early and it was, <laughs> there was nobody there. <laughs> this bitch had me trapped. We had to walk and find this place. I was like, Beck, where the fuck are we going? <laughs> and then like, we get there and we're like, oh my God, they're like not even open yet. Like we had to wait outside, like some fucking like thirsty ass bitches that we are for this food. And the food was good. The food it was, was worth good. it. It was good. It was, it was worth fun. it. Obama ate there. There's like oh, multiple, th- yeah, there's like oh, multiple things of him like eating there back in the day. So. Yeah, you took me to all these like, like these like places that I'm just like, I I usually when I travel, I just be going and then just like meet people. I go yeah. as I go. Excuse me, but like <clears throat> you had a whole itinerary and it was, it was great. And then like we went during like, Halloween and I was pressed because it was really cold. <laughs> so I went and bought a coat because I was over here like, oh, it'll be nice. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a sound like it won't be cold. But bitch, remember how I was miserable and I had to stop by H&M. I'm like, bitch, I'm buying a coat. I can't deal with this shit. <laughs> we, and y'all read me for filth. And I was did? like, fuck you, bitches. Why? Y'all were making fun of me because you're like, Kim's cold. I was like, bitch. No, it got cold as fuck. <laughs> bitch, it got cold. And when we and were then, all dressed up for Halloween. We were waiting. It was like 4 a.m. And we were waiting at like the Clove Diner to like eat inside. <laughs> like you and me wanted to eat there so bad because it was like on our list. Uh-huh. And Gels and Zenia were like, what the fuck? It's freezing. <laughs> like, what? She, they were not having it for us. We were like, we're hungry. We're gonna, we want to eat here. <laughs> Don't come for us. Right. Oh, Beck, right. we have such good times. Yeah, good times. We really so, did. Yeah. So yeah, this fun. is just going to be my friend Beck. You guys might see multiples of her. She's great. She's a, she's a person that I can talk to about mostly anything in life. Um, and so, yeah, I really wanted to talk to you guys about this 
Um, the topic this day that we're going to do mainly with Becky is this amazing, amazing, amazing show that we are obsessed with called I May Destroy You by oh, Michaela God. Cole. Are you going to miss me? Don't like this sort of conversation. Only boyfriend and girlfriend, could you say yes? Wouldn't be a conversation. Um, so it's like a British uh, comedy drama. Um, yes. And it's on HBO Max, and it's sickening boots. It's so good. Brilliant. 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 It's- We've been watching it together. Uh, we wanted to kind of break down just some of the, like, there's so much juicy content here to, to discuss. And um, this bitch has, like, a whole list that he was like, bitch, let's talk about this. By the way, if you haven't seen the show, you're pro- we're probably going to reveal some spoilers. So Oh, yes. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah, like we're going to dive in because this show is every episode, I feel like I was just blown away. Maybe I already watched it three times and then every time. The whole thing? Yeah, girl. I watched it twice, so she's going to be more of an expert than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I might, what I might do for the listeners, just so they don't have to like completely not listen. Cause like, I do have some like, you know, other stuff for, um, the end, but like, uh, maybe I'll put in like timestamps for oh, like cute. when we start talking about this show, that way, if you want to just, you know, stop and then fast forward this part, that way you don't get ruined, you know, if you guys really want to watch it. Or you can watch and then be like, oh, this is what they were talking about. And then you won't True. miss things in the True. show. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. By the way, Becky, do you like this like lip that I put on? The sickening lip. Yeah, it's super lip? cute. It's really cute. What color is it? Fenty? <sighs> it's like, no, it's, oh my God, I'm so ashamed. It's not Fenty, even though I do stand for Fenty Beauty. Um, it's like an old, like, um, wow, girl, marijuana. I can't even think of the fucking, it's like. It's like a MAC color. It is. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. It's MAC. What Girl, it, um, I couldn't even think of that. I think I might have. It's like heroin. Color. I think heroin. I have, yeah, pure yeah. heroin. Yeah, yeah, I have that color. Have you guys? Ooh. So have you noticed though that like literally lipstick is obsolete now in this like mask world? Yes, girl. All makeup. You don't is need obsolete. it. I you don't need it. This is the first time I've worn makeup in like two months. Literally. Yeah, because yeah. like it's just and where because I wear it at work. I work at a salon. Right. So I have to wear my mask during while I'm there. And I, in the beginning, I tried all the tricks, like all the long lasting tricks, like the setting sprays, setting powders, and it just all comes off. And then I feel like it kind of gets, it's not really good for your skin because it kind of melts down. Yeah. And then there's heat inside your mask. Right. So I think even if you're washing your face, you're kind of like wrecking havoc on like your skin's like microbiome. So it's as like, I'm an esthetician guys, as someone. You guys, Becky waxes pussy for a living. So (laughs) that's why she's waxolina. (laughs) But yeah, I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't recommend someone wearing makeup if you're going to be wearing a mask. Like it's just kind of, it's, I don't think it's, I think long-term it's not going to be good for your skin. No way. So no way. I, but I'm in, I'm interested to see like what's going to happen. Like I feel like the makeup trends were kind of going towards more like natural, like that glossier look. Yeah. I think people were kind of moving away from like the super, you know, done up, beat up face, you know, yeah. Instagram look. But I'm also feeling like, what if when this is all over, we're, women were like, you know what? I miss fucking getting dressed up. Yeah. Like I miss getting cute. Like Fuck I've literally yeah. been living in my fucking loungewear for the last 
two years hopefully only last two years this shit you know well dr fauci just said that thing he said like this was uh came out like i get the npr news for chicago like every day and Dr. Fauci, it was just, you know, they, they said in the, in the article that they posted that um, Dr. Fauci claims that things will not normalize till at all till possibly the end of 2021. So yeah, I believe there's it. that. So you guys, here's my list it. because, yeah. and I, I got sexy look for Beck. Becky was supposed to wear her sexiest muumuu, but she's wearing a Nike shirt. I'm wearing an shirt. It's the same yeah. thing. So, <laughs> it, bitch, if you wore those fucking skims, I swear to God, I would have just been like, "We're not doing this episode." Next episode, take that shit off. <laughs> the worst. So, yeah. Anyways, we're on a tangent because um, that's what we do. Spectacular. Right. That's my girl, spectacular. Um, so yeah, this this show is fantastic. Um, there's 12 episodes um, in this season. And um, we're not going to go over every single episode because that would be long boots, but um, we might do like, I don't know, we might just like come like this is a great show, but we're going to just talk about some of the highlights and kind of bounce around a little bit just because um, that's just kind of like what I feel like would be good to do. Um, and like, we just got to really just address. So basically, if you don't know, if you are going to keep listening and you don't care about like, you know, spoiler alerts, uh, Michaela Cole, this is a story. This is based off of her life from what I've um heard um basically like this is something she this is a show she created she is the creator the direct like everything um this is creator her writer director producer i think i believe yeah and this is like star. her baby this is yeah. her baby so if you don't know who michaela cole is if you ever watched if it was a little cute show um a little like little it's called chewing gum it was on netflix yeah. um i that's how i originally got known you know to see how she like just like was an actor and like her character um chewing gum but that got canceled and then shortly then now I may destroy you. I think she like was really adamant about finding a platform that wasn't gonna um, like, like hinder any sort of like creativity because like yeah. obviously HBO, you can see the fuck anything. Um, so that's why she went with that platform. And I'm so happy she did because all these topics are very juicy. It's so important it's to so talk important. about. Mm-hmm. What do you want to so, talk about first? Okay. Let's talk about the blood clot scene. Ah, that the fucking blood <laughs> clot scene. Oh my god! I know all women were like, "Bitch, is I going there?" So right? Yes. I told Jess she needed to watch the show, mm-hmm. and then I told one of my coworkers she needed to watch it. Literally, like one day apart, they both text me like, "Oh my fucking god!" But it was. I kind of thought it was kind of funny because both of them. They really weren't, like, I think you and me had this, like, other reaction where we were like, oh, my God, this is actually on TV. Like, yeah. this is being normalized. And their reaction, I thought, was kind of funny because they were both, like, horrified. Like, uh, they were both, like, like, not embarrassed, but they were like, I can't believe they put that on TV. Oh, my God. Like, I'm Jessica s- was like, that's disturbing. I don't know if I want to watch this show anymore. Why? But listen, you know, it's funny. It's kind of serendipitous how I just finished this show and we just saw this scene. I'm also reading this book called In the Flow by Allison oh. Fiti. It's, it's, I'm not done with it, mm-hmm. but it's definitely something I feel like every woman should read. Okay. Because basically this woman has, she's a doctor and she's done all this research on 
um, our female biological like clock, not necessarily mm-hmm. like our reproductive. Uh, well, yeah, it's our reproductive organs. So yeah. we all human beings, we have a circadian rhythm, yeah. um, which is how we, it's a 24 hour clock. Well, women, once we get into our reproductive years, once we get our period, um, we have a second clock called our infradian clock. And basically, there's all this science behind our periods and how we should be living our life according to our cycles. Really? And it's been super eye-opening. But she, in the preface of the book, she talks about how she learned about her period and how basically it's something that as women, we're conditioned to be ashamed of. Oh, yeah. And oh, why? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. why? You know, like, why is it that you and me, we're in our 30s. How is it that we've made it this far in life where it was like to see something like that on TV, something that's so normal, we all get blood clots and we're on our period, to see that on TV and to have it be such this like pivotal moment of like, oh my God, like I feel seen, I feel validated. Right. You know, like this. So let's let's talk about how we got into the the sex scene of how, because I think people are probably like, what yeah. Are you talking about? Okay. So, like, okay. If you guys don't remember, what do you remember? What episode that was in? Fuck. It was the first. I think it was like episode three or four. Yeah. So it was uh-huh. like, oh, it was. Don't forget the C. So that's episode three. Yes. Because that's yes. when she goes and she meets um Biagio. Yes. Italian boo thing. Yeah. So yeah. basically, so Michaela Cole's character Arabella is a writer, and she has she's under contract to write a book. And her publisher sends her to Italy to basically like buckle down and get into like writing mode. But instead right. she parties and meets this super hot Italian guy. He's fucking cute. He's fucking cute. I will give it to him. He's like, he's, he's like, he's got that like, I'm dirty. and Yeah, dirty. but like, yeah. And it's like, like, he's not like someone that you would see like in a magazine, but you're just no. like, damn. I like, bet though he's got like big dick energy in real life. Oh, for you know what I'm sure. saying? Like he's got like for that, like, sure. you know, like, okay. And then she felt that or cause she was like taken by him. Like, like as soon as she right went, away, right. right he was away. like selling her drugs and she was like, Oh, mm, yeah. Hello. You know, like <laughs> she's so funny. Cause her face, like her, her facial expressions are so great. Like she's got these big ass eyes. Uh, she has a sickening body. Her body oh is God. sickening. She's beautiful. Her back, she's... I was like, this bitch. Yeah. She's like naked the whole time in the show. And like, I love it. Not the whole time. Yeah. But like, she used to see a lot of her like just body, her her form. Right. Great. It's fantastic. So she does a lot of yoga. You could tell. I, yeah. Sure. Fuck yeah. Well, so like the reason why it's like, so like in the scene though, so like it's like when they're intimate, right? They're about to like yes. fuck and like, you know, she realizes because she's like on all the drugs. She took yeah. all the drugs, not just like Coke. And she, she was on Molly. The and then she took random drugs from people. She took all she... the drugs. The bitch yeah. was fucked up out of her entire mind. And they're about to fuck. And she like, she like stops and she's like, oh dude, like I'm on my period. And he and he's like a real ass nigga. Like he was just like, so <laughs> I was like, I fuck with I fucks with him, you know? Yeah. And then he was, she was just like, Yeah, but I've never done this before with a man on my period, you know? And I was just like, okay. She just like, and then he was like, I'm down. They, 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 you know, they were about to do it. And then boom, blood clot, blood clot. No, he, no, he pulled. So she was so fucked up that she didn't even bother to like go to the bathroom and like pull out her tampon. And right. Like, she was right. just like, let's just do it to it. And so he 
gets on top of her and he pulls out the con- like the super soaked cotton. I was like, even when that happened, I was like, oh my god, like, <laughs> real one, a real and, ass nigga. Yes, <laughs> and, and all were like, um, yes. And then he like goes in with his hands and he like pull he pulls something out. And he's like, what is this? Right. And then like you see it, her the face. room's like, yeah. But her her face, she was like, oh, that's a blood clot. Uh, yeah. And but he was like fascinated by it. Yeah. Him. He I didn't freak out. He wasn't no. freaked out. He was just like super like interested. Yeah. He poking he was, like, it and squishing it. I was like, oh, oh my God. Like, oh my God, oh my God. Like it like women were just I bet women were watching that with like just anxiety from just like the amazement that this is actually on TV but also the fact that this man is not freaking out because you know like a lot not all most dudes most dudes are just not comfortable with the fact that we menstruate and like you know all that shit's going on down there but he was just like oh look at this what is this swishing it touching it and she was just like okay um so yeah I can't do this like she was so I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. It was really cute. It was really refreshing to see such a real sex scene. Like, yes, honestly, like it really yes. was because I feel like even like, I don't, you watch Insecure, right? I am not up to date on that. I'm still. Okay. Well, I feel like, cause even like on Insecure, it's an HBO show too. No, like, I know. I know all about it's it. It's kind but. of real, but sometimes I'm like, really though? It's like, t- yeah, it's still yeah. did and it's still, yeah, no, this, she went there. She went the fuck yeah, there. Like, a lot of this was raw dog, like, and no kind, condom. And like relatable, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I was just like, yo, I could totally see myself being, I mean, maybe not now. I don't really like go out like that anymore, but like 10 years ago, I could be like, I could see myself in the similar situation. Like I'm super fucked up. Right. I'm on my period, you know, right. and I'm you got this hot up. man. And then I'm like, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Like, just, right. <laughs> like, and then what about her home girl? Like taking those two dudes home and having a threesome in Italy and shit. I was like, but that's like another thing I want to talk about too, because I feel like that whole, so her friend, her best friend, Terry goes to visit her in Italy and they all go out. Um, well, the both of them go out. Yeah. And the same night that Arabella's hooking up with this guy. So Arabella was so fucked up that Terry was like, I'm fucking leaving. You're fucked up. <laughs> but he had kind of signaled to his friend, like, this girl's coming. Right. And at first, when you're watching the scene, you're like, what, what just happened? Yeah. But the, his friend goes inside. He starts talking to Terry. He takes her inside, gets her drink. They're, like, dancing. And then he goes to get her another drink and then his friend comes right. and is like, oh my God, you're so cute. And she yeah. starts dancing with him. Basically, they both take her home. But unbeknownst to her, she didn't know that they were friends. Yeah, they kind of like set her friends. up for this like, you know, menage, you know. Right. They kind of set her up Which, for this menage. Which was fucked up because she would have been, probably would have been open to it if she hadn't been, you know, like if, if they, I think they didn't have to go about it that way. Cause she would have been down, but I felt like she, when they left remember and she saw she them looking out the window. Yeah. She was kind of like, like Oh, up, bitch. You know? yeah. She was kind of like, she went from feeling like super empowered. Yeah. Like, bitch, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And then like, she sees that and she was like, wait, so right. I feel like that kind of played into, um, storyline like i mean the whole show is about basically arabella's rape that happens to her yeah and the whole 
premise of the show plays into different themes of rape. Yeah. And the the gray area that comes with so many different types of instances, especially when you're young and you're dating and, you know, as millennials, like we're kind of in this new world of, you know, not really settling down, but like still dating and talking to people. And mm-hmm. we have the internet, we have Tinder, Grinder, like all the apps. Becky's on Grinder. <laughs> I just want to see dicks within one mile. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, yeah, that was what? That was Broad City, right? Yeah. Yes. I just, I just wanted to see dicks in a, in a, within a mile a- of me. Oh my god, I you love Broad City. Shout out to Broad City. Yes. Yes. Bring it back. So good. Um, but yeah, so I feel like she also kind of touched on like, well, was that rape? What they did yeah. to her? Like, was it right that they kind of like tricked her when she probably would have been fine with it to begin with? You know what I mean? Then yeah. Then to kind of like walk away and shake up like they accomplished something, like well. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like this huge gray area of like what just happened. You're right. Cause you she know? literally was like texting Kwame, like a bitch just had a threesome. What's up? You know? And then like, she like sees out the window and she's like, Oh fuck. Like they kind of set me up for this thruple. And I don't know how I feel about it now. Right. So, I do right. like how this show is constantly going into these, like, like you said, different types of, you know, just like with the sexuality too, like sexual, like, you know how Kwame goes through all his levels of just like, you know, yeah. with that. And then all of us, and then also like the levels of rape and um, yeah, it's just super multifaceted. Like there's just all sorts of good stuff. And like, they go into so many things and it's like her brain just like processes all this shit. And it's like, you know, I mean, it's, it's based off of what has been happening or like off her real life. So I don't know how much of it has actually happened to her, but um, yeah, that, it's just so, it's so deep the way that, and then some, the thing is like, some of the things I didn't catch until I watched it the second time too bad. Yeah. Like some of it, I was like, whoa. And I also was high boots. Like I took an edible yeah. and like sometimes with the different, you can't watch on, you. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually the, like, it depends on the strain, obviously of like what you're yeah. taking, but like whatever I took when I was watching the final episode of the season finale, yo, my brain was like, Poof. Oh I like understood what was going on because the first time, bitch, I was confused as fuck. Like, but anyway, I don't want to go into the finale yeah. like quite yet. But um, that's just like an example. But um, yeah, I I think that uh, I think that that scene was like like the blood clot scene, and then the fact that the three the three like the threesome was happening next door to her. It was just very like you're just like whoa, like it's always hitting you with all these woes, you know? Right. Um, but I think though, like I love the fact that. Like, I loved, I actually loved, um, like, Terry and, like, Bella's, like, Arabella's, like, friendship dynamic, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though, clearly, you know, each of them got things and, like, but they're still, like, tight. Like, right. what do they say? Your, your, your birth is my birth, right? Your, your death is my is death. Your birth your death is my death. Yeah, so cute. Um, what's the other one where they talk about the blood is the life? Yeah, the blood, the yeah. Is the blood. Yeah, so cute, so cute. <laughs> Um, I feel what about, so hip now that I know all this like London slang. I know, right? I'm gonna go into my horrible like <laughs> London accent and, and like little parts of it because it's I just can't help it. It's awful, but um, no, I I seriously, yeah, it was really cute. I just like there, and then also Kwame, Kwame. I love Kwame. I love so Kwame. Kwame's their best friend. He's like their gay best friend. Yes, but like I want to know how you felt mm-hmm. when he was like after he like so yeah so Kwame is this you know. 
their their gay best friend, super cute, dark skinned black guy from you know, and basically he's like a, I think he's like a fitness instructor too. Like he does like fitness classes. That's yes. like what he does too. And so he, he is looks just like, like an a, ASOS model. Down, down. Yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah, he really does. Uh-huh. Um, and like literally, he is just like your serial grinder. Like he just goes online and goes on grinder. And it just blows, like, I mean, like, you know, I'm not a gay man, but we have gay friends, right? We know, right. Becky's a gay man, but, um, you know, <laughs> you, you are basically a gay man. So, like, he would just literally go on there and then they just, like, whenever he wants to fuck, just, like, meet up and just, and so, the, right. so throughout the season, you're just watching Kwame just, like, hook up, like, casually with a bunch of people on, like, Grindr or whatever app, social app he's on. But there's a situation that happens to him too so then right basically again this story this show goes into different forms of rape and different forms of like sexual harassment and abuse and things like that so it's like and how society responds to rape right because there was a whole thing about how the police treated Kwame versus how they treated like Arabella you know yes kind of like okay yes talk about that but go ahead yeah so basically Kwame right he um is on these apps right he's on meeting these dudes he meets that one guy that he was cute too all these these niggas are cute all of them but this guy was like he liked Kwame yes uh-huh but no he also was just cute remember how he wasn't fully like out he wasn't, like, he wasn't out fully yet. out to like accept but he was curious about the lifestyle and another lifestyle. i'm sorry he was curious about just like you know because he loved like, he was attracted to kwame clearly but he just wasn't like ready well, to a, like you know a, a gay uh a, on the low right black man like it's right. a whole in the closet so, yeah, down low right absolutely so so Kwame was basically like, okay, we can... And they didn't have a place to fuck, right? Remember you said that? Yes. Yeah, they were trying to figure yeah. it out. He was, like, staying with his mom or grandma or something like that. Kwame they, lives with his grandma, and then this guy lived with his dad. Right. So they mm-hmm. didn't have a place to fuck. So they basically meet this guy. They, they go on, and they search. They're like, hey, we need a place to hook up. Who's down? And they go on Grinder and they find this guy. And so basically, Kwame starts hooking up with the guy that they met on Grinder. And um, the guy is just going to watch, like the guy that likes Kwame. He like, he's just going to watch. But then during the whole thing, he kind of gets freaked out. He like leaves. And then um, him and that uh, Kwame and the the guy stays, stays, fucks that guy. But then later on, the guy's really aggressive, right? He just keeps calling, he's, you're fucking gorgeous. You're fucking beautiful. Come here, you're fucking amazing. He's like a psychotic, like dumb top. Like there yeah. was something I was kind of scared even when they got to the place. I was like, something because he had right this look, this. didn't he? Have this yeah, look? he did. He yeah, did. he was like, he was like entranced by Kwame and he would just like, he's like, oh, you're fucking sexy, come here. And he just grabs him. And then, but then it's, it goes awkward because like Kwame's about to leave. He's like dressed, he gets dressed. He's like, all right, they already right. fucked. But then the dude just like would not stop and he like pushes himself onto Kwame. And it now it wasn't like, he basically said afterwards that he wasn't quite sure if there was like super penet- like penetration in a sense, right? Right. Like, yeah. But basically, so- the guy gets on top of Kwame and like drive humps and like forces himself. He did p- pull his pants down and everything, and yeah. he basically like rapes him, right? And because he t- he holds his hands down, you know he's for- he's he doing it without his consent. He's like a he was a bigger guy. Yes. He was like- yes. And Kwame's not small. Like dude's no. like muscular and everything. So Kwame is after that super traumatized, obviously from the whole ordeal, um, and then he ends up going to the cops, like the other police, 
you know, to file a report. Right. And during that whole process, like, it was just like you said. So like Arabella goes to the, to the, to file a report about her, her rape. And they're super, super like, they were like the investigation team. Like they were like, there was like rape, FBI of rape. Like it was crazy, right? right? They like found, they were like, okay, this piece of piece of clothing. They like tested all these guys that she was like, you know, they even tested Biagio. They and had like a hospital room. Yeah. they had Right. It was a whole room. fucking yeah. like FBI of rape. Right. And, and then Kwame goes to, to sell his story. And the guy like laughs in his face. He just is like, oh dude, come on. Like. You know, just like brushes him off. So she went, he was like, so was there penetration? And Kwame was like, I don't think so. And the guy right. was like, what are you doing here? Right. But it's like, Kwame's trying to tell you he violated me. Right. This is someone who could do worse, you know, who felt entitled to do something like this, to be like, this just, and because remember when he, like, when he got off Kwame, he's like, I told you, he's like, I'm a bad boy. Like, right. He didn't you know, care. Like, he did yeah. not fucking care. He, he knew what he was doing was wrong and he knew that he was stronger and could overpower Kwame and he totally took advantage of that. He did. And I think Kwame was kind of in a space of like, well, this could go worse for someone else. Right. Someone needs to know about this. I need to report him, you know, and no one really cared, no. you know, cause he's a man. And right. If we're going to break the barriers of the rape culture that we live in, then we also have to address that, like, this happens to men, too, and young Absolutely. young men and boys, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we need to take that serious. We need to give them the space to say, I felt violated. Right. You know, because it's not okay, you know? It's, it's not okay to, even though men are, like, the dominant driving force behind rape culture, like, they can also be the victims as well, you know, right. and we have to give them space for that too. Yeah, because it's also like encouraging like a toxic masculinity world where, you know, toxic masculinity, like men can't cry, men can't, you know, express right. their feelings. And that's the fuck why we have these motherfuckers out in these streets raping people and fucking, you know what I'm saying? It just, it, it, it just stems on, you know, the fact that men can't feel like they can be vulnerable, they can be raped, they can, like they don't have a place to be vulnerable, cry. It's just, it's sad because it's like, if if they felt more at ease and being able to express themselves in that way, I feel like a lot of those issues where men are sexually abusing women and, th- you know, I feel like that would, it would really help in that sense. Like they would, you know, they wouldn't really kind of like always it, tend to that, you know, I feel right. like that's like a form of like, go on. Right. Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, I, it all comes down to shame. Right. Let's take the shame out. Let's take the shame out of hooking up and having a blood clot come out of our vagina. True. Let's take the shame out of making a man feel less than just because he was overpowered by right. another man. You or know? even like, another woman. Because, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. how many, like, if a man went to another dude, like, oh, yeah, I got raped by this chick last night. He, they would throw, oh, my God. Can you imagine the, the fucking, they would just be, like, clowning that nigga like crazy. Like right. what? You got, you They're not going to report it. No, never. And that's the problem. And that's why rape culture continues on because people don't report when things happen, and that's right. the problem. So yeah, it's I thought it's that crazy. Was super interesting. Well, really let's let's dive into that episode of Happy Animals though, because you're like super. Oh my super god! Pres- yeah, you Beck like has been wanting to talk about this subject for like days now, <laughs> weeks now, <laughs> now. 
she's been like wanting to so like so the episode episode seven with happy animals so what like arabella basically so at this point she's she needs money right so she's pretty like it got to the point now she's not really she's not doing it really well with her writing like her writing's not coming to her her publicist her her her, what is it her publicist or her no it's their um her publisher publisher right her her publisher agents her book agent right her book agents right they are putting a lot of pressure on her to finish this next book so they're not giving her any money and she's like broke at this point and so I for, how did she meet happy animals again like she just like so her friend theodora who yeah. she knew in high school has a rape victim therapy oh yes and yes. theodora's full-time job is like in marketing for this brand called happy animals and basically right. what they do is they're promoting veganism um to help the environment and i i think they had like a line of products or they're like a grocery some, yeah, some app shit. or something like they that. They did. They had the t-shirts because remember they put the t-shirt on her and shit? Yeah. Yeah. So somehow Theodora gets Arabella hooked up like because also keep in mind Arabella is like this huge social media personality because yes, cause she wrote the other book. She before. wrote the other book on Twitter mm-hmm. and now she has all these followers and she's got all types of impact through her platforms. So they basically recruit her to talk about happy animals. Mind you, she loves meat. She loves she, chicken. She's not like a, she's not even a vegetarian. Like, no, no. This bitch is like, give me all the animal products. Right. So she's on social media, pretty much talking about happy animals. And fast forward, she has a party for her best friend, Terry. And at the party, her friends are ripping on, the, her Arabella's friends are ripping on her because they're like, what the fuck are you doing on that fucking Caucasian ass fucking <laughs> brand page talking about don't eat meat? Right. She was literally eating chicken wings at the party. And she oh, was yeah. Like, oh, boots. Yeah. She's yeah, she, down. Yeah. It's all about money. It was all about and money. She was just like, guys, I got to pay the fucking bills. Right. And so her friend that was kind of giving her a hard time, he goes into this whole tangent about, you know, environmentalism and veganism. And he's like, you know, he's like, I understand where everyone's coming from, but I need white people to understand the role that they played in in destroying the earth that we're living in and the role that they played in the, the problems we have with climate change currently. And it, the whole thing really kind of spoke to me because he basically goes into this whole tangent about, he's like, I just... I'm just making enough money to afford steak for dinner. And now you're right. telling me to trade it in for a carrot. And then he's like, you, I just worked my ass off to get my Mercedes. And now you're fucking telling me to trade it in for a Prius. Like that's fucking bullshit. Like mm-hmm. why is it every time that I finally black people and brown people catch up? I don't think he said brown people, but he said black people. Mm-hmm. He's like, we finally get a seat at the table and you guys want to take it away from us, you right. know, which I think, I mean, Kim and I have had discussions about sustainability and stuff. I definitely well, you know my you know I you know how I feel about it. I got a segment right. every week about it. So right. which I I mean I I definitely think that we all have our part, right? You mm-hmm. know, but it's also true. It's like I think this movement of you know environmentalism and you know veganism and for for the sake of the earth, I think it doesn't really take into account like black black and brown culture 
You know what I mean? Like, how are you going to tell me not to have tamales? You know, because the cows are like, that's fucking like, that's, that's, you know what I mean? And even then, like people like my father, he, -hmm. he he didn't grow up eating tamales. They couldn't afford it. You know, that wasn't something that was like on the menu all the time, you know? So I think it kind of, it really spoke to me in the sense that there's so many things that that those movements don't acknowledge and they don't mm-hmm. make space for like black and brown people oh, yeah. in our, our cultures, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, like, I mean, like you said, we can all do our part and that's why I say, right. I, that's why I just give little tidbits every week about just little things we can do that right. make a huge difference in the long run if we're all doing it, but let's be real at the end of the day, these fucking corporate companies, right? Let's talk about, oh, let's talk about, let's talk about this motherfucker. Let's talk about Jeff Bezos's motherfucking ass. What, he's like a 200, he has like, his network is like, what, $200 billion or some bullshit now? Like, nigga, why yeah. the fuck? Like, you have so much money. And oh my God, I swear to God, back, I was so mad. So like, I recently went, to, you know, I went, I was on a plane recently and they were showing these commercials, right? Mm-hmm. Bitch. There was a fucking Amazon commercial, right? Tell me the fuck why, right? And there was this motherfucking guy that he was like this guy. He was like, yeah, so I'm, I was hired on as like the lead person for like, you know, sustainability in Amazon. And I'll tell you one thing, you know, we don't have a plan yet, but we're working on it. And our goal is for what is like in 24, in, in 2040 to be carbon, to have zero carbon waste, and the, but the, literally, if you watch this commercial, I swear to God, we don't have there. a plan. We That's don't have a plan. He literally, he was a, uh, now don't, this is, this is like not verbatim, but seriously, yeah. watch this fucking ad. It's trash. And it's so crap. It's, it's funny because if you're not smart, you would be like, oh my God, Amazon is doing things for the planet. It's like, no, he straight up said, we don't have a plan yet, but our goal is to have a plan one day and to be carbon free in 24, like nigga, what? You got a CEO that has $200 billion, you know, he's sitting on, and you don't have a fucking plan to reduce carbon waste? Like, hmm, let's see. How about, like, literally talking about, like, oh, we're using more sustainable products on, like, our all of our packaging is eco-friendly. We recycle right. this. We, like, what? there's a million kajillion things that we I can say right now, and you're saying, oh, I don't have a fucking plan, but we, we're, we're going to, like, trash. I was, like, I literally was, like... <laughs> Like, I was, like, doing all this on the plane, and Ricky's like, what the fuck are you, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, this fucking Amazon commercial. They had the fucking caucasity. I was pissed. And yeah. it's like, and the thing is, though, like, 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 back, like, I was in Arizona, right? There's, like, this super hippie-dippy sh- store, and they have these biodegradable bags, you know, like, that you can get your groceries in and things like that. Remember, I took Fruitful right. Yield has, you know, plastic. They don't have plastic bags. Their bags are made of cornstarch. Right. The products exist. The problem is these these high up corporate motherfucking assholes don't care about the planet right to fucking okay we're gonna pay a little more to have all our packaging be made of biodegradable parts that way we're not you know we're reducing our carbon footprint they don't give a fuck they'd rather pay the cheap price to have the plastics to have all the other shit and it's just like yeah like you said like what like us brown and black like literally if you go to the hood that like they're in food deserts right right like where's a vegetable in that shit you know what i'm saying right where's a where's a whole food where's a hell a, a farmer's market in that bitch you know what i'm saying like where you know what i'm right. saying like like when this whole pandemic happened and like when the writing the writings started to really happen like they were writing like like walmart like walgreens and things like that and it's like these people didn't even have places to go get food it's right. like super sad and it's like 
putting that responsibility all on us is like, come on. It's you not know? fair. It's not it's fair. Not fair. Mm-hmm. It's really but, not fair, especially because it's like, how can one, how can you leave it on up to individuals when we're not the ones driving, you know, all these trucks going state to state, right. You know, overnight shipping and stuff right. like that. Like right. that's not like, that's you guys, you know, like, so I think that's, I think, um, people just like romanticize, like saving the world, you know they what do. I mean? And yeah. I think that's kind of like I'm where doing it comes from. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, bitch. Yeah. Cause I'm only one yeah. bitch. I'm trying, you know, but right. yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, they do, you know, but I'm, but I'm saying like, why not make it just about why make it only about you when you can make it about everyone? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can ask for accountability from the people that drive our economy, like Jeff Bezos, like the Waltons, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, why aren't you guys doing more? Like what's yeah. going on? You know, there's a, there's a saying that it's like, no one can become a billionaire, like without hurting somebody, you know what I mean? In the process without, you know what I'm saying? There's a saying that like, to be a billionaire, like somebody was suffering in the process, like, or somebody was not being paid fairly traded like items or there, there's this ongoing saying that because like billionaires exist, like they don't believe that billionaires should exist, you know, humanely. Like they say that like, you know, oh, you know, if there's billionaires out there, like they had to, you know, have their clothing be made in China or they had to, you know, um, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, go and, you know, take their, you know, the the items that they go to different places, like, where like a farmer, small farmers making it, and they sell it for twice and three times and four times as much or whatever. So that's an argument in itself, you know, like, can you become a billionaire humanely, you know, that's, that's, I don't know, you know, I, it's tough, you know, it's really tough. But um, yeah, I liked that they brought that up. And it's like, I like how Michaela Cole just kind of brings in all these little just like not little, but all these different in her each episode, there's like something that she's a different theme. Yeah, yeah. I loved like, like, I thought and it's crazy, because I really thought he was such a good guy. Uh, It was the episode I can't remember. I can't remember what episode it was exactly, but it's basically the episode where she with Zane. She, with Zane, yeah. Uh-huh. Which episode is that? That was like, was that that was fun? I don't remember? Or is it, it just came up? Was it episode four or five? I think it was five. Because I think it was before that. Because she, because the thing is, like, she was okay. So basically, Arabella goes to her book agent, right? And she expresses that she needs some help with finishing her book. They hook her up with this guy named Zane, who's another writer, right? And in the process, you know, they, they're working together, whatever have you, and they have this, like, chemistry. Mind you, she's still kind of traumatized. Like, they, they, there's all these flashbacks that she's getting from, like, when she was, um, when she was raped um, at the bar. She hadn't hooked up with anyone since her rape when she yeah. was Zane. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. was kind of going through all these triggers. Like, she, they get, like the, the camera would show, like, kind of how she would be, like, a little off, and, like, you know, and then Zane was just like, are you okay? And, like, you know, so, but basically, like, he was over her house. They felt the vibe. And, yeah, they, they were like, are we going to fuck right. or what? And then they start, you know, they start fucking. And in the process of them fucking, Zane takes off the condom and doesn't tell her. Like, what? Like, literally, when I was watching that, Becky, I was like, <gasps> did he just, you know? I was like, yeah, what the fuck? And then he came in her. I know. What? He didn't Not even only have... Are you going to fuck he... her raw? 
he didn't even have the respectability to even ask her if she was on birth control. He was just like, I'm just going to risk Water. it all. Yeah. And just, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but mind you, so, yeah, they get up, they're, they're done fucking, and she goes, and she's like, oh, yeah, you can toss, you know, the condom in the bin. And he's like, oh, I, I took it off, you know? And she's like, what? Yeah. And he, like, basically did this whole, like, blame game. Like, oh, I thought you knew. Like, could you feel it? Like, you know? And she's like, no. Motherfucker, like, now I have to take the fucking, you know, um, the, pill. the pill. Yeah. The, the plan B pill. The plan B pill. Like, what the fuck is this? And so, basically, though... They, they're cool, right, after that. She, you know, he, he plays she it off. She hadn't picked up on what had happened. Right. Yet. But then she goes on, like, she goes online. She's, like, listening to different podcasts. And during the podcast, the one girl's talking about how there's, like, a forum online where guys, like, teach each other guys how to get away with doing this. And it's, like, a form of rape. Like, taking off the condom without consent and without the world woman knowing, like, is a form of rape. And she was just like, wait, what? Holy shit. I didn't know that, you know? So, like, basically, though, like, down the line in the episode, she, like, she, she and him are cool or whatever, but she brings, she, like, casually calls him a rapist. He's just like, what? What? Like, what? Like, did you see that? Weren't they, like, painting or oh, something? Oh, yeah. It was and like, he, like, yeah, casually. Was like, when you raped me, and he was like, what? Right, didn't pick right. pick up on it yet. He didn't pick up and on was it. She, when she, well, when she figured out what happened, she got up from his apartment, literally walked out in her underwear and bra. Like she had his like shirt on. Remember? Oh yeah. She was like I have to get the fuck out of here. I think she was in shock. Like, did I really just get raped again? And she literally walked into a store, bought an outfit, and like left and didn't talk to him. Oh yeah. And then I guess he reached out to her. Like, what do you like? What happened? Like, why yeah. would you do like that? And she was just like, she didn't know what to say. And what kind of confirmed it was so. Arabella was invited to speak at a writer summit and he was also going to speak too, or she was going to share an excerpt from her book that she was working on. Yeah. And Terry was going to perform it because Terry's like an up and coming actress. Right. So instead of Terry going up on stage, because she had stage fright, Arabella got up there because right before that, her publisher's assistant asked her yes she was like are you guys a thing and Arabella was like I mean because they weren't dating you know like they they were they had everything had just happened between them she's like we're kind of you know like talking I guess and she's like well just be careful like that's what she said to her like Mm -hmm. like she basically insinuated like he's not a good guy right you know like she didn't go into detail but she was just like I've heard some things right basically like he's done this shit before and and I think that was the moment when it finally clicked to Arabella like this isn't in my head he fucking raped me like and he's here he's smiling in my face and she was just like this is just so fucked up yeah so so Terry gets on stage um, Terry doesn't get on stage. Arabella gets on stage, and she basically calls him out, like, "Yeah, they, in front of I everyone." Last, yeah, his mother was there. His mother yes. was August, and she was like, "Zane is a rapist. He yeah. raped, like he we were hooking up, and like basically told the whole story about what happened." And like, yeah, he gets up. Terry's like recording him because he yeah. has like, a look of shame in his face, and like he instantly turns into like a meme because of course her. Oh yeah, all these followers, you know. Yeah. But um, you know he 
yeah, like she basically called him out in front of everyone. In front of everybody. Every his publisher. Yes. His mom. Yes. I was like his dog. No, not his dog. (laughs) His dog was there. His cousin, his grandmama was in the audience. You know what I'm saying? Like auntie. (laughs) Aunties were watching. Everybody like literally I and it was crazy because it's like he all, but you know what? It's funny because they chose a great, the casting was great because it's like this guy could play off the whole, like, you know, like, I'm a good guy. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I'm, you know, like, look at my, I did like, nothing I'm, wrong. I, yes. I feel like they did, so he did a great job, the actor that, like, was like portraying that, like, no, like, I'm not a bad guy. Like, you know, like, and so you're just kind of, in a sense, you're kind of like feeling bad a little bit, but then you're like, wait a minute. No, he's an asshole. Like, he totally raped her, you know? But then you're like, oh my god, you know, like, so yeah, it was it was crazy, it was crazy that she just like called his ass out in front of everybody. So I thought that was fucking great. I thought that was yeah. awesome. Um, I could not believe though that like when so later on down the line, uh, later on, like, later on, in a later episode, um, I can't remember exactly that one. I think it was after. I think it was like episode ten because she was like needing. So she basically read this author's book, right? And was obsessed. Like, she was like, oh, my God, this person is, like, me. She's me. She is me. I feel seen. You know, like, she was just like, oh, my God. (laughs) And then, so she reached out to the author, because the author was, like, under this, like, insignia or or this, like, like, whatever. She reached out to the author, author, and then then the author kind of shaded her. Cause she like sent a voice. She sent this whole video like on the toilet, like I love you. Like, can we meet? To, can we meet up? Right. Like, I want to finish my book. I feel like you will help me like finish my book. You inspire me. And the uh, the author just shaded the fuck out of her and was like and just blocked her. But then right. later on, the the author reached out to to um, Arabella and was like, yeah, let's meet up. And sure enough, she goes to meet like for coffee or something with the author. Yeah. And guess who fucking shows up. Zane, bitch. Motherfucking Zane. It's Zane. It's Zane. So so basically, he's still writing for the same company that she was working with. The same publisher. The same yeah. publisher. But he had to go underneath this. He had to go under an alias because of what she did to him. Right. And so, she, you know, like, I mean, yeah. Did they kind of like, they kind of, re- they kind of like talk things out, right? And they kind of like, you know, were cool I after think that? He, I can't remember exactly, but I think he said he was like getting help for it. And oh, like, okay. He yeah. took account of it. He's like, I understand what I did to you and okay. that was fucked up. Um, I, I, I am, so I wanted to get your opinion. So I feel like the show ended super well. Like it kind of took us through like the journey of her healing after her yeah. rape. You know, how would you feel if, like, the show didn't continue after this? Even okay. though there's storylines that I feel like were kind of left a little, like, loose-ended, you know? It's funny that you say this because, like, I literally thought this was a series finale. I thought this was the okay. end of the whole thing. Because, okay, so let's, before we go into that, can we can we talk about the, the, the finale? Because the finale yeah. is its own talk right yes so we kind of really we i think we touched on a lot of like the good juicy stuff in the in yeah the, we did yeah. i was just checking my yeah. list uh-huh. yeah you checked your list okay cool cool yeah. <laughs> yeah i was looking at your list too i was like okay yeah i think we hit all the like really good stuff you know in that sense but like literally the finale so the finale is like it it, it really took me off because like i was just like First of all, I was like, what's happening? Because I was, like, so confused, right? So, basically, in the previous episode, she basically has... she She's at the same bar that she got raped at, right? And she actually 
finds the person and and identifies her raper, rape, rapist, right? Rapist. She finds the rapist. She finds out who she she figures out who it is. This is some this, this white dude that's there at the same fucking place. That, you know, the guy they always say like what the the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime, right? So right. they basically have these different scenarios of like what would happen, right? Of like if it was like, like I didn't understand. Like- Beck, this is when I took that edible, and I literally, I was like, I did. the first time I watched it, I was like, this was just a lot. I don't know what's happening. Like, what actually really happened? But then she kept going to her wall and taking down notes and things, right? Right. But then the second time when I took the edible, I was like, oh my god, she is like. This is all part of her storyline in her book, yeah. right? And these are just scenarios. And it's like, like her different, like revenge with. fantasies, right? Uh-huh. Exactly, bitch. The second time I watched it with the edible, that's when it hit. Yeah, I was like, the first time I watched it, I was like, all right, all right, what? Wait, what? Yeah. What's happening? Like, wait, <laughs> I thought she just killed this nigga. He's in her bed. Wait, what? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so yeah, it it was it was so. I loved all the different scenarios and I loved how they played on all. And even just like at the end, we're like, you know how Terry kept like jerking, like twerking on that dude. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> the, and then they reversed it. Like he was like twerking and shimmering. Right. I was like, yo, what the fuck is happening? So like, yeah. Like what's your, what's dive in on it Beck? Like dive in. What did you think about the finale? I think it was beautifully done. Cause one of the themes of her healing was she what she discovered about herself because she's also in therapy after the initial rape Mm -hmm. she figured out that she tends to like kind of bury all of her traumas to the point where she doesn't even remember them like Uh, oh yeah because like stuff with her dad yeah she had shit with her dad yeah um from her childhood and then she had the ultrasound picture which they never talk yes. about. That, and so yes. that's why I'm like, there's there's storylines that kind of like were left a little like loose, you know? Yeah. Um, and so like that was something like, which was really shocking to me because it was almost like she, I don't know if she, we don't know it, as the audience, we don't know if she either had an abortion or if she lost the baby. We don't it even know. It seemed as if it was she an abortion, was, right? I got that from it. I'm not, I, to be honest, I couldn't, I, I I don't know what it was. See that I I um, felt what I got from it was that she had an abortion. Okay. Yeah. And you know she when she found the picture of the ultrasound, it was like this of this fetus and it yeah. said her name. Yeah. She was just like I forgot about this. Right. You know, like she, she like didn't like, remember. That. I mean, that's kind of why I figured it was an abortion because I'm like if she was really happy about being pregnant, I feel like that's something you won't forget, right? I mean, Or I it could have been a situation where, like, you know, her birth control failed. You know, True. she wasn't with the right guy. That's why I'm like, I don't know what that was about. Okay, you yeah, know? granted. Because another thing, too, throughout the show, she never talked about previous relationships. The only relationship that we know Biagio. that she had is with Biagio. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, new because she was just in Italy. Yeah, um, it's true, so- actually. Yeah and, yeah, and she's a cute girl. Like, she was a... I mean, they have flashbacks to her in high school, and mm-hmm. she was a popular girl in high school. Yeah. So like, I'm sure she's had at least one relationship. Maybe they're going to dive into that later, like, in new... You know, yeah. New like, they, maybe yeah. that's their plan. Maybe Michaela wanted to leave it like that for a reason. Because you're right. I We never heard anything about any other shit, you know? Right. And especially with, like you said, like, her just pulling out that whole, like, the, the right. p- picture of the fetus at the end. Yeah, I mean, my favorite... Okay, so how about this? What was your favorite ending 
out of those that which one did you would you wish have 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 happened like because there were so many right so there was one where she she goes and she like beats the shit out of him on the street yeah. and he's like underneath her fucking bed bleeding to death then there's one where she ends up like fucking him in the ass like she's like the yeah. dude she's like she turns out to be yeah. like the man then there's the one where he's like what was the other one the like fuck the, she was that- basically calls the cops <gasps> yes she uh-huh. gets sympathetic with him and then he gets the cops come and take him away right because right. she like talks to him and then yeah she like brings him into her apartment like somehow finds his way back to their apartment and he like right breaks down and is like i'm so sorry you yes. know and there were like three or four so there three three of them okay so yeah so the one where he died on her bed the one where she caught the, the cops took him away and then the one where she like ends up fucking him like honestly dog, raw dog style don't think i'm a sociopath but like i <laughs> Well, now we are. (laughs) The one where he died, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was like, yes, it was. But then afterwards, when like he was underneath her bed, bed! okay, this is fucked up. Why fucking leave him in the street? Like, what the fuck? You're gonna go to jail, like bitch. When she fucked his ass up on the street, I was like, damn, like, but she took him home. I was like, what the fuck? Leave his ass there. Right, right. So then, yeah, so then they kind of clicked at the end when, like, all those guys, like, when, like, she, the guy got up, the guy under the bed got up. I was like, oh, it's kind of, this is, I see now. Like, I was like, okay, okay, I'm high boots, so, yeah, now I'm starting to understand. (laughs) Like, yeah. Um, So you like the one where she, where she fucks his ass up and he's dead. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I liked the scene where, like, she ends up, like, having sex with him and they're all fucking. That's kind of hot. But, like, I definitely was disgusted because, like, like I, I didn't like the middle one where she becomes, like, all, like, confiding in him. Like, it's okay. Like, I was like, no, fuck right. him, you know? Right. And I loved how she was, like, whooping his ass, you know? Like, I loved that, you know? Um, Especially because, like, I feel like the episode also kind of confirmed that this is what this guy does. Yes. Like, yes. He, goes to clubs and bars and mm-hmm. roofies girls and mm-hmm. has a whole system like there's a whole like he has a whole network of people that help him out right so, like, that guy his friend place. Yeah. yeah it was just like it's this fucked is, up this is what they do mm-hmm. you know this is what this is what his vibe is that's what turns him on it's, it, yeah it's what gets him off like way right um but i thought the 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 finale was brilliant in the sense that like like she unpacks everything that's underneath, stored away underneath her bed, you know? Cause I think uh-huh. that's, the, that's the beginning of healing is when you yes. can finally like make peace with your shadow and the dark side of your traumas, you know right. what I mean? And unpacking and unearthing. Cause so many of us habitually as a survival method, we bury everything, you know? And I mean, obviously, if you know anything about mental health, like that's not, it's a recipe for disaster when right. something like that happens, you know? For sure. But the, the so, way it ended, like, that's why I felt like, oh, it was like, I literally had to go back and see whether it said series finale or season finale. Cause I was like, oh, it's done, done, okay. right? I thought it was like a one and done thing because like she got her book done, like she came to terms right. with, you know, so at the end, she finished her book, and, like, that was, like, her, like, like you said, like, her way of just kind of, like, you know, coming to terms. I mean, obviously, you know, she, she's getting, she's going to therapy. She's, like, you know, she's still getting, you know, the help she needs in that sense to, like, you know, breaking down everything and stuff. But she was able to clear that sense of, like, 
that concept, like that part of her head and just like, okay, like now I can finish my book. And like, she came up with the concept. So like, and, and she did it with like, so basically her publishers said, fuck you. Cause like they just dropped her. So she ended up publishing it like on independent too, as well. So then there's also that freedom too, of being like, okay, I'm right. doing this on my own. I don't have these like, you know, white people fucking like begging me for fucking, you know, well, ultimately pressuring, and not even begging. They were pressuring, pressuring. Her. Yeah, for sure. Which I'm sure a lot of writers go through. I'm not a writer. So, writer, so like, I bet that's like a thing, you know what I'm saying? But like, there's well, a creative sure. process, you know what I mean? Like if right. you want art, if you want the gold, if you want creates creative, that content, like you can't force it, you know, you just got to let the person no. like, you're let the artist, the creator, like go through the process that happen organically exactly you know and Michaela needed to Michaela or I'm sorry Arabella she needed to work out this whole thing with her um with her rape before she could finish her book that was clear and that was like yeah that was the finale and yeah it was it was great you guys if you don't if you haven't watched I May Destroy You definitely check it out Michaela Cole is very talented super super good show um yeah so like the clothes are on point if you're oh yeah person oh yeah it's literally an asos editorial photo shoot come to life the music's on point i need to watch it one more time because i really need to dive into like what songs were playing yes it was like a lot of like european like hip hop artists i was like right that you're like okay cute oh i shazammed the fuck out of it bitch like i shazammed the whole thing i need to go back and do that yeah it was was so good diving into the context it was really good oh my god that was one that was one episode that i did want to talk about was that the whole remember that whole the one episode about social media is a great way to connect i related to that so much back because you know i i would literally took myself off of ig for five months like during this whole pandemic like with covid i literally could not I was like, I can't, right. I cannot be on this fucking platform. Like it was I just shan't. too much. I shan't not be on this, <laughs> be a part of the matrix. Like I just was like, I could not take it. So like the fact that she like at the end, like of all that, like took herself off and like kind of took a break from it. I was like, yes, like I could she, really relate to that. I also, t- I feel like she kind of, what happened with this rape and what kind of ties into, do you remember the the scene where, she's talking about like she has an excerpt from her book she's showing it to her book agents and she's Mm -hmm. basically like I've been so busy being black and poor that I had no idea that being a woman also comes with its disadvantages and is it too late for me to fight for being for for women as well as fight for like the the marginalized black community right you know and so what happens is Arabella kind of becomes this voice and because she already has the platform of people following her and kind of like hanging off her words. She's also got people messaging her on Twitter. Like I, I don't, I, I need to sue my boss. You know, he like touched me a certain way. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so she has this influx of people being like, save me, save me. Yes. And addresses, there were like addresses being popped. It's called doxing, doxing, right? That doxing, they they were sending her like the addresses of like where her rapists live, and she was sharing them. She was just yeah. like, "Fuck this shit, fuck them," yeah. you know. And she kind of woke up to the the, the world of rape culture that she had kind of no idea she was living in, mm-hmm. and she just became so consumed by like fighting the injustice of it all that she kind of it, it drove her crazy. Yeah, you know, and it, it did. She really had to take a step back and be like, "What am I actually accomplishing other than like losing my mind?" Which, to your point, like, sometimes, like, 
we have to, whatever it is, you just have to take a step back. Like if something's not bringing you joy, right? there is no reason why you have to, you can't say like, fuck this shit. Like, I don't need to be a part of this right now. Babe. Like, this is not serving me. What am I doing? I need to put myself first. I need to set these boundaries. And it was just like, I'm deleting my shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally was like, so happy. I could relate to that a hundred percent. Cause like during this pandemic, like, and it was like, this pandemic was like such a, like, it just, oh, just like stemmed all these, like, obviously a lot of people just had a lot of like revelations with like, you know, shit, people probably, you know, changed jobs, moved, you know, all sorts of huge, big, major changes in people's lives. Like if this pandemic hasn't hit you to your core, like, are you a robot? Like, seriously, you know, and it hit me, you know, and it's like, at the end of the day, I was like, I was very much like social media is everything like, oh my God, I need to be present. I need to be there, you know? But then I really thought about like, there are people fucking dying. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I, why? Like, and I would go on Instagram and feel like shit afterwards. Like I was like, why the fuck am I going on here then? It's not making me happy. And like, I had you guys, right? Like we, I like during this pandemic, like it brought us closer, right? Like we had a little, like, I call us like the gays and the the girls and the gays, you know, we have our little group chat with the girls and the gays. And like, literally we were every day just checking in on each other. Like, are you okay? What's going on? How are you doing? You know, it was great. You know, like for my birthday, like you guys all did the quarantine birthday for both of us. Right. We had our quarantine birthdays and uh, you know, everybody did drive-bys, which was really sweet. You were the first one. Me, you and Vanessa were the first one. Yeah. But we went and we like surprised them all with the, like, you know, with the birthday, like, you know, birthday drive-bys. And those were like really sweet. And it's just like, really, it really brought up to like our core, just like who was really there. Who matters. Who matters, you know, what matters, you know, what your priorities need to be. And if that didn't kind of sink into you, then I don't know what, what, what did, you know, like it did to me, you know? So I literally was just like, you know, I don't need to be on Instagram. I don't need it. You know, it's not serving me. Like you said, it's not serving me, you know? And I get it. Like, honestly, whatever, like I'm back on now. And like, honestly, like I know that I need to, like, I know like what world I'm in and stuff. So I get it, you know, but if, if you ever feel like you're losing control of something or if it's like controlling you, then yeah, take a step back. Like it's not get out get out so yeah. get out get out okay <laughs> i think we've talked about that show enough yeah um clearly we're like, stands we're stands we really are. i want to meet her i like want to hang out with her she's our age too i'm yeah bitch we will oh, let's speak into existence her. we'll we'll, yeah. meet, we'll meet her don't worry <laughs> um but i did want to dive into our another weekly segment which is okay. meditate masturbate and medicate So, Beth, what are we going to talk about with you? Choose one. So, I want to talk about meditate because yes. that's kind of, I, well, I, I've kind of dabbled with meditation for quite some time now, like over 10 years. I'm not always super consistent with it, but I can honestly say it's like changed it when I need it, it's there for me and it grounds me. So I feel like meditation is like kind of like this me moment where I kind of like just silence everything. Um, but one thing that I was telling Kim about that I really started doing like last year kind of was is journaling. Mm. Um, I feel like it's kind of a form of meditation where you kind of yeah. get all your thoughts on paper. Um, again, I'm not always super consistent with it, but like when I am, I like to do it first thing in the morning, like when I get up. 
and I put my thoughts to paper. Okay. Um, but one thing that I discovered recently, um, let me find the Instagram page because I want to share it because I shared it on my um, Instagram recently on my stories and I had a few people reply back like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like, thank you. So the page is called um, self.practice is on Instagram. Um, and they, it's, it's kind of like a self-help page, but they, every like once a week, they do like uh, journal prompts. So okay. if you don't know where to start, like this week they had one, it was like, what has surprised you this week? How what cute. has felt, what has felt boring slash repetitive? How do you feel in the morning? How do you feel in the evening? If oh, I love that. And why? Yeah, it's really, and it's honestly, like, I find that journaling, journaling is tough. Like I can't just like come up with anything from like nothing, you know? Well, I think too, it's also, at least for me, it's super easy to like one, like I could be journaling one day and I'm like, oh my, it's. It's been 45 minutes and I'm still oh, writing. Oh, nice. Like, you really? know what I mean? Like, which isn't like when you're trying to have, th- when you have things to do, you're, Girl. especially in the morning, you're like, what? Okay. I need to stop. Yeah. So I like what I, what I found with this page is I'll pick like one question and like respond to it for like, I'll, I'll write a prompt to the, um, I'll write, I'll pick a prompt and I'll write a response to it and I'll like spend maybe five to 10 minutes on it. Okay. And it doesn't always have to be super deep either you know what I mean it doesn't have to be like this deep dive into your soul but it could be of like how are you feeling this morning how did you right. feel last night when you had like why did you feel differently this morning than you did from last night and cool. it's really good and I'm I gonna think- I'm gonna follow it that's like I love that because I don't think I am following it I'm gonna I'll, I'll, I'll include it in the show notes too guys if you guys didn't get that so I'll, I'll yeah. shout it out in the show notes but that's dope because I feel like with journal like meditation yes like we talked about how you know, consistency, you know what I mean? Yeah. People can find, people can find meditation like extremely difficult, especially in the beginning. Like, like, fuck, like girl, like, I don't want to talk about this cult, but um, there's a cult because it is a cult and they literally force people in a room to sit there and they have to like stare at the other person for like three hours. Like, Where? like it's a bitch. I'm not going to say their name because I'm scared of them actually. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'm just terrified, like of this fucking, because it's scary. Like they're crazy. Was it in Melrose Park or something? No, it's a like cult. A group of, it's a cult. They, like international? No, bitch, Scientology. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. done. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you ever? Did you ever listen to Jaden XD talk about Scientology? It's so good. No, I'm no. gonna have to put you on because they're fucking okay. with Send it. Me that it's, it's terrifying though. Like I'm so fucking scared of them. But anyways. Um, yeah, they like force people to like, they, they force meditation on people too, but it's like, it's extremely hard if you've never meditated in your entire life to right. sit there and just fucking sit there silent for like an, three hours. Like, no, like I had, you have to work your way up. You're like, you're not a fucking Buddhist monk. Like, come on, you know, right. like There's take, I always say it. just take, like, that's why I already shouted out inside timer app, you know, on the, on the few, like the last podcast, but that app is great. Cause it has a timer. I always do like, you know, five to 10 minutes, yeah. you know, just lay that, you know, just be silent, but journaling always struggled with because I'm I I've always struggled with journaling so that's something that I feel yeah. like that template there in my face with the questions it's really good will help immensely especially because like you don't have to do all those questions all at once right like, you can literally break it up like once a week you know what I mean twice which a week. will like, be more ideal for me and I like right. that I'm gonna start doing that in my practice too thanks Beck that was cute yeah. thanks. thanks for that tip you're welcome the Becky tip the <laughs> Becky tip the travel Beck 
Travel back tidbit. Tid, <laughs> what is it? Tidbit. I don't I got nothing. <laughs> no, it's tidbit. It's tidbit. tidbit? Okay. Yeah. The travel uh-huh. back tidbit. <laughs> yes, you should add that to your fucking AKAs. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. Um so yeah, um, that was great. That was great. I love talking about that meditation and those topics every week. So just gives people thinking and different, you know, gives people different ideas on like what other people Self-awareness. Do. Exactly. Yeah. Self-love, you know, all that shit. Um, but yeah, so we're down to the quote of the day. Yes. And I picked this quote for you just because, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, this is what I think of you when I see this. Well, I thought of you when I saw this quote. So I was like, okay, let oh me just God. have this one for Beck. So yeah, so the you quote really of the loves day. me. <laughs> You know, just a little bit, you know, just a little bit. But yes, so this quote of the day is, do not chase another human being. Instead, chase your curiosity, chase your development and goals, chase your passion. And that is by Bianca Sparacino. Sparacino. Cute. I like that. Cute, right? Cute. Yeah. You're always, you're a passionate bitch and I love you so much. And, you know... Me too. You know, oh, even fun. though it, even though it took fucking like an hour to get you on here and set up and in the right place <laughs> and with the right mic and with the right headphones, like I was like, this <laughs> bitch. My, I'm like, even in a Zoom chat, you're late, bitch. Because this bitch is late for life, okay? We will go out to, the, we will go meet somewhere and we got to tell this bitch to come like an hour <laughs> earlier because she will be late boots all the time. I took a nap. I took a power nap. <laughs> Catnap, are you familiar with those? Yes, bitch, my cat <laughs> all the time. I was like, this bitch is even late for a Zoom. What? I can't. But anyways, uh, we it's did it. We did it. Yeah. We did it. Claps, claps. Editor yes. Ryan Rick Adams, claps. Yes, <laughs> perfect. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Becky, for joining me Thanks today in episode four. Me. I really enjoyed sitting and talking with you. You're one of my besties. So this was fun. We'll do it again. Yes. Um, shout back out. Um, if you guys want to follow her, I'll include her, you know, IG tags and all that. She is selective on who she wants At to. Me. Yeah, she is selective because she's, you know, no, my shit's public. I don't like she don't want you don't you don't follow her. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'll put I'll put your stuff in there because like, yeah. yeah, Becky's great, guys. She's also a very talented esthetician here in the Chicagoland area. Come see me. Come Google see me. If you want your if you want your pussy wax. Best in the biz. What are, what are you known for, Beck? Um, my Brazilian waxes, eyebrow shapings, and like I pretty much like eyebrow styling. But no, but what are you what are you the fucking woman at? What is the what is it? I'm the porno pussy queen. Yes! <laughs> the porno pussy queen. So come get right. Come you guys get right. Want a porno pussy? Come holla at your girl, okay? So, yeah, so that was this week's episode of Kimboology. I thank you guys so much for joining. And of course, please, please, please rate subscribe and comment um on apple podcasts uh i don't know if spotify has a part that you can comment i i haven't nobody's i haven't seen it at all but only you know apple apple Podcasts is the is the goat you know so obviously if you guys want to do that that would really help me out um there's also a link in there for now for donations for my podcast as well um so yeah, you guys send can the watch. love donation. Send the love donation. Shout Go out the, your no. Venmo. Shout out your Bitch. Venmo. <laughs> what's what's your um what's your OnlyFans though? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm gonna give me an OnlyFans if things get rough. Okay, right. okay. But yeah, so yeah, guys, that was another episode. Yes, please shout out. Uh, email me. Uh, Instagram me. Text me. 
Oh no, not text me because I don't got y'all don't got my number. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, not text me. <laughs> I gotta get a Google Voice phone. Right. That way, that way right. you, can, you guys can text me. But yes, yes. <laughs> Shout out to your girl. I want to hear from you guys again. I'm trying to form an ecosystem where we all can get, have this really awesome, you know, platform where we could just talk and chit, chit chat. Kiki, I love you all so shit. much. Shoot the shit. And yeah, you guys, um, what is it? Your, your, your birth is my birth. Your death is my death. Yes. <laughs> my shitty ass accent. Say it. All right, guys. I love you guys. And Bye. that was it. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. Well, shoot the damn dog.